I'm Maddie. I'm Denise. And we are two tattoo artists who became best friends. And as tattoo artists, we hear a lot of tea. We always change the names. We always ask permission. But we spill the tea. Welcome to the Spill Podcast. So what are we drinking today? Uh, well, it's the one that you grabbed today. So I think it's some black tea, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, with some milk in it. It's Earl Grey. Mm. Tastes like Fruit Loops. Have you tasted it yet? No, I haven't. Because oh. yeah, well, yeah. I'm gonna taste it now. Yeah, so. do it. Let's let's taste a little let's bit taste of it. it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fruit Loops. Oh, it is. Yeah, it has like an aftertaste of Fruit Loops. <gasps> and then when you, because we didn't put any sugar in it, Mm-mm. we just put milk. Yeah. So when you put a little bit of sugar, it's like it's heaven in your mouth. <gasps> in your mouth. In your mouth. <laughs> Creamy. <laughs> It's like cream of cream. Is it? It's like I'm going to quote Old Greg. <laughs> Do it. I will. No, my brain just blanked on like what I'm going to quote. I just was like, Old oh, Greg. <laughs> Old oh, Greg. Did you watercolors? <laughs> now, now my brain's going to the like, do you like Mike and Ike's? Do you like Mac and Ike's? <laughs> it's, like, it's like the, what is that? Is that like a key and peel? Like the, Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. The back of your head is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway. Anyways. So uh, yeah, we have some good tea. We do. And we also have some good tea stories today. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today? I think we're talking about family, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Let me pull my family one up. Yeah, we've got some really good ones today. <laughs> I am so excited about today. Uh, it's nuts. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I told Denise, I was like, prepare yourself because this is going to be, this is going to be a ride. It's going to be a wild ride. Mm -hmm. So we got some small stories to start out with, right? Do you want to start? Uh, Sure. Yeah. Um, A couple of my short stories. One of them says, everyone in my family knows my 16-year-old cousin's dad isn't her biological father except for her. Oh, that just makes me so sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I can't even imagine, especially now because of like the DNA stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, what if she's for Christmas? She's like, I want a 23 and me, you know? Oh, that would be. Oh, yeah. I'm and that's how a lot of people find out that they're like adopted or that they're actually not Italian or something like that. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, grandpa lied to us. Like, OK. <laughs> Is it my toxic trait that I want to, like, send her a 23 and me? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm like, you need to know. I think it's because, like, if I was in her position, I would be way more upset about not knowing. Yeah. Because I'm like, knowing me, I'd rather have the truth even if it hurts mm-hmm. than be – like, it's like when, like, friends lie to you and stuff like that where I'm just like, I'd rather you be honest and just be like – yo, you suck? And I'd be like, oh, that sucks. But after like a little while, I'd get over it or I'd grow from it. But uh, if I was, uh, especially because the longer this goes on, the worse it's going to get. It's going to be like, surprise. I mean, the fact that she's 16 already and doesn't know, Mm -hmm. like it's going to hurt no matter what. So yeah, I mean, I feel like if you don't say that you're adopted, Mm Mm-hmm. From the time that they can understand sentences, mm-hmm. you're already setting yourself up for yeah a bad conversation later on. Yeah. Like, I mean, it doesn't need to be. And I feel like you don't need to make adoption a big deal either. Like, it's right. it's not. You're just you're a part of the family. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, and I feel like if you are holding off from not telling someone, you're making it like more of a like it's a bad thing to be adopted. Yeah. Like, it's definitely not. But. To keep it a secret all the years, I would definitely feel. Yeah. Yeah. A little. So she's 16. Like now she's hitting like that age where it's like, okay, it's going to be even harder for her the longer this goes on. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, by the time you're out of your teenage years, you're a full blown adult that, you know, surprise. (laughs) Oh, it would, would be awful and this is my toxic trait is you make it like a Christmas present where it's like confetti and you open it. It's like you're adopted. (laughs) I we're about to lose all of our followers. (laughs) Me with my bad ideas. If if you're adopted, there's nothing wrong with being adopted. That's not what we're saying. It's that I would I would appreciate 
knowing if I was adopted the sooner rather than later. Yeah. <laughs> so funny enough, when I was a little kid, because I'm told that I look like a clone of my dad, but I don't mm-hmm. look anything like my mom. Mm-hmm. And I did summer camp. Like I did theater summer camp as like, you know, an eight year old kid because I was a nerd. And um, there was this one girl that came up to me and she was like, hey, you're adopted, right? And I was like, no. And she's like, no, 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 no. It's okay. Like, it's not about I'm adopted. Like, it's okay to talk about that you're adopted. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure my mom's my mom. And she's like, no, you don't need to be ashamed. Like, made oh this gosh. whole big thing about it. And it's because everyone in the class was like, that's not her mom. Like, you don't look like her mom. Like, that's got to be your stepmom. I'm like, no, it's... I think I came from her and I came home every day from school being like, mom, you would tell me. And she's like, you're not adopted. I'm like, no, <laughs> like you have to be honest with me because I'm convinced at this point. My mom's like, what people are you hanging out with? <laughs> I'm like, well, all of these eight year olds think that you were not my real mom. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> and I trust my peers. So okay. I trust my peers. Yeah, I was yeah. an impressionable eight year old child. I just got <laughs> baptized. <laughs> I just got baptized. And you're lying to me. And you're lying to me. <laughs> Uh, I thought I was adopted too when I was younger because I was the youngest Mm -hmm. and all I only have brothers and all three of my brothers are redheaded Mm -hmm. and I came out with brown hair and I didn't I don't really look like any of them like there isn't like something where I'm like that that feature 100% is the same Mm -hmm. I think because I'm a girl and they're guys so Mm -hmm. I feel like my facial features are just different you know yeah but yeah I I was like mom just tell me if I'm adopted and so I had the same conversation just didn't (laughs) tell her that eight-year-olds were trying to pressure me into being adopted yeah well the thing is is that I never even thought that I could possibly look different than anyone else in my family until that moment and I was like the good light went off in my head where I was like oh yeah and it's funny because if you look at me and my sisters I don't think we look anything alike very much we have similarities I think personality wise but even then it's pretty different yeah well your your youngest sister definitely talks like you but looks like your mom yeah and then you and your mom don't look alike, which is, you know, why you're adopted. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Right. <sighs> okay, the next one. Ooh. My mother-in-law's ex-husband married her sister. So that's like me marrying Ryan's brother. Yeah. After we got divorced. Ooh, that's a that's a rough one. Yeah. I mean, at least the family stays the same. The family Thanksgivings and Christmases don't change too much. Yeah, I mean, it's just you're cuddling with the other person. But yeah, how does that even? Ooh. I mean, I feel like some some families it could work out. 100%. You know, like yeah. some families are just like, yeah, whatever. But those those are few and far between. Yeah. Like if that happens and the family's like, yeah, sure. Like I can't help but think that you there's got to be bad blood. Yeah. But, like, maybe that's my own, like, just, like, nervousness about situations like that coming through. Because same thing. I'm, like, I feel like any of these situations, like, 100% could be fine. You mm-hmm. know? Like, that's not a bad thing. You're just, like, mm, but based on the. I think it would depend on how much, how much time between. Yeah. You know? And if there was any weird flirtiness mm-hmm. when they were. Still married. Yeah, there was tension when Mm -hmm. they got together and you could feel it. And then they finally, like, divorced and got married to each other. And you're just like, uh. Yeah, like, like if it's 10 years later and they just reconnected and Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I could see that being a little more accepted. But that would be a rough, a rough situation to be in. if yeah. I feel like I'm always like the person like I want to advocate for love. I know. If it works out, then like, that's awesome. Like, I'm so happy you're happy. But I just can't help but feel for the other people involved in the situation. Yeah. And I feel it's my empath nature coming through. (laughs) You're so empathetic. (laughs) I almost said empathic. I'm like, wait. (laughs) Same thing. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking up so much time with each of your stories. No, I love it. I love it. Okay. The last one of my short stories is... I just found out that I'm hated by a dozen cousins for something they thought 
I said nine years ago. Oh, I, I want to know. What do you I think they know said? What? Probably something like, I don't, it's got to be something big if it's like a lot of cousins just despise you. I don't know. Or just like the rumor mill could go around and like you could, maybe they thought that they said something sexist or racist or yeah. like, I don't know. But if you're a kid too, like sometimes you say stupid shit as a kid. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they're a kid. Oh, true. Know? That okay, that's true. I think I was just like was like, oh, nine years ago. That was so long ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, they could they could be older and maybe the, it was something they said even when they were like twenty seven or something. That's I don't know. true. Oh man, we are old. Like <laughs> old, quote unquote. I know. I'm like <laughs> when I said older, I'm like. And then I was like 27, 37. That's not what I was meaning. No. But, mm -mm. but I'm not thinking that like a 21-year-old sent it in. They're like, when I was 11, <laughs> I, was said, I said penis I out said loud. <laughs> and everyone's like, no. <laughs> right. But also it makes me wonder if there's like a religious context in that too, where it's like it could be something, maybe you know, like that's not even sexist or racist, like something that wouldn't be seen as bad, but in a certain community, you know? Yeah. Maybe. I want to know. I know. If you were the one who wrote this in, we want more of a story. We want more story time. <laughs> we want to know what they thought you said. Right? <laughs> well, do you have some short stories? I've got three. All right. So my cousin's wife is having their fourth kid, but it's actually her sixth. My cousin's family doesn't know. The first kid was adopted when she was a senior in high school. The second kid was while my cousin was away for two years on a religious mission, and the third and fourth kids have different dads. Um, I'm confused of the timeline, you know? So, yeah, it sounds like she had a baby when she was a senior in high school and okay. that one was adopted. Okay. The second kid was while her husband was away on a mission. Okay. So I don't know if she got married or like it was a surprise baby. And then the third and fourth kid have different dads. So that could be something where she like hooked up with like or – she was married to this person, but then the third and fourth kid were different dads. Okay. I mean, if she can juggle it, I'm there for it. <laughs> right? <laughs> it just, it's like, I think just because neither of us have kids, I'm like, how do you, I mean, and I know, like, I know that this is what this happens all the yeah, time. Yeah. I'm like, how do you get pregnant so many times? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just a fertile woman. Your, your, your loins are fertile. <laughs> you got some fertile loins there. Them lions be fertile. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's nuts. Mm -hmm. That's pretty right? cool. Right? <laughs> I'm glad that she hopefully got it worked out. <laughs> right? I know. Well, as long as they're all taken care of. Yeah. As then, long as if they have happy lives. Exactly. Then know. she did her job right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the second one is my aunt is a lesbian and her husband is in denial about it. So is she. Oh. I feel like we all know people. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what this what the signs are. Or if you're just like, oh, she, she dresses in a certain way, so she's she's this. You know? I feel like it's the it's the energy and the vibes. Okay. But I don't know. I feel like just, you know, in a weird way. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, so, well, maybe this is coming from like a a, a weird headspace of mine. Mm -hmm. But someone, I did the like, ask me a question anonymously. Oh, yeah. And someone was like, so if there was no Ryan, you'd be gay, right? <laughs> and I was like, okay, there's obvious, there's nothing wrong with being gay, but yeah. I was like, is there something that I'm doing that like makes people think that I'm gay? Because uh, I I very much like men. Yeah, and so I was like, I don't. Am I giving off a vibe that I don't know about? So, so again, maybe this is just coming from like me thinking of this and being like, do people think that people are gay without them be actually being gay? You know? Yeah, no, or I, like, yeah, Ryan, he's very like, um, 
like he likes what would be considered feminine things. Yeah. And like he's like, I think people think I'm gay sometimes. And I'm like, I mean, if they want to think you're gay, then that's fine. But like I think that's what's so you funny know what you is are. like well, okay. Like Yeah. Yeah, if you think yeah. I'm gay, then that's great. Yeah, yeah like, if you sure. think I'm straight, okay, too. Like, whatever. I know what I like. Yeah, but <laughs> I feel like I just went on off a t- off on a tangent. No, but um, yeah, I wonder what what her telltale signs are. I'm curious. I'm curious too. Yeah, I feel like yeah. If anyone has anything to say about that, like, what are if there's signs? Yeah, or like if things that like you notice, or like if you were gay yourself. Yeah, I would want to know. If you were purposely putting out signs and like what those signs were, you mm-hmm. know? No, exactly. Like, yeah. I, I want to come out, but I don't know how. Yeah. I so be settled this about is what it. I did. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. Anyway, um, I'm done with my tangent. No, Please I love on. it. <laughs> I love that we're like going off about like every little small story right now. Yeah. I'm like, they're interesting. They've been really good. They are fun. All right. So the last one, last short story I have is one time my cousin was drunk and he asked for a Snapchat of my boobs. We were both married. We haven't spoken about it since. The thing is, this is not the first time I've heard this story. I've heard like I've had a couple of clients that have been like, oh, yeah. Like like, Snapchat in particular. mm -hmm. Or just like for photos in general. Like they just are like, send me nudes or like. (gasps) From your cousins? From your cousins. Yeah. (sighs) Uh Uh-huh. It's never happened to me. But I have had a couple of people that have mentioned it. They're just like, oh, yeah, that's happened. And I don't know if it's just like Utah culture or if people outside of the state have had this happen, too. Or if people are like, oh, a cousin far enough away. <laughs> They're yeah. like, it's not immediate family. Yeah, this is Game of Thrones in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would be so, so uncomfortable. I wonder if they've like talked since. Or oh, did yeah. it say? No, it just – oh, we haven't spoken about it since. So they've probably talked, but they haven't, like, that makes brought sense. that up. Yeah. I don't know. Would you even bring that up? My personality, I would. Yeah. To be like, hey, like, you know that you're never going to get a picture of my Or, tits, like, you know right? that, like, that wasn't cool, right? I yeah. See, I feel like I would just – I would kind of see what the other person, like, if they – completely brush it off or if they're being awkward i'd call them out on being awkward but yeah. i was like but if they were acting completely normal i'd be like okay i'll forget about this too <laughs> i i mean i could i could see that too mm-hmm. but yeah i feel like i wouldn't feel c- completely comfortable with them until i talked about it yeah but i'm just i have to talk about things yeah. or else it just like bubbles it, up inside you yeah or it would make me not want to like be with that person anymore because mm-hmm. i'm like how, how, how do you think of me? Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was it for the short stories. Those were good. I love, I love drama. <laughs> <laughs> this is nuts. <sighs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, should we t- take a quick break really quick and then we'll come back and I'll tell you a long story? Yeah. I'm ready for your long stories. Cool. Yay. All right, we're back. Are you ready for my long story? I'm ready for your long story. All right, here it goes. My in-laws allowed my husband and I to move into their house in a different state when I was in my late pregnancy, or when I was late in my pregnancy, because they wanted to be involved and help us out as new parents. Fast forward to when my baby was six six months old, and George Floyd had just been killed, and we shared Black, Black Lives Matter resources and support on social media. They were just a quick few posts, but that was enough for them. They kicked us out and our six-month baby out of their house. They told us that we had to leave that same day or else they would throw everything we own onto the front lawn. Who does that? <sighs> like in my opinion, I'm just like like a six month old. Like if you're a family, I don't I don't know. Well, especially because they asked them to come live with them because they wanted they wanted to help them out. Yeah. But then also they were like, we really want to be involved in your kid's life. Yeah. And it what it seems like is they just shared like a few resources and support. So it was pretty much just like, hey, you can donate here. That's how I see it. And it's also something where I'm like, politics, there are plenty of politics and mm-hmm. families that, like, differ. Or I that was not the right sentence. Like, there's a lot of 
families that have different politics within them. Right. And so it's like, okay, that's the thing is it's like, to some extent, you learn to manage kind of thing. Yeah. And for an extreme reaction like that, yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And and to kick your kids out of the house for, and for like trying to support something, I don't know. That they're passionate about. Yeah. Like you yeah. can disagree. Yeah. And maybe it's something where you're like, we don't have this conversation. Also, it's social media. It's not like they brought it up at the dinner table. Yeah. I mean, at least they didn't say that they did, but it Even it if does, they did, yeah. like you just, you diminish the situation. Yeah. You act like an adult and say, hey, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Like this is my house and I don't want to talk about that. Yep. And if they don't sure. respect that, then you're like, okay, then maybe this isn't the best living situation, but you don't just like kick everyone out within no. a day. No, you don't, you don't throw everything they own onto the front lawn. No, no. Ugh. So they had to pack up their car and drive from one state to another on a moment's notice. To this day, they are not in our lives because of political differences. But get this. Uh-oh. <laughs> they bought a farm across the U.S. and named it after my firstborn child, the same kid that they kicked out of their house and haven't reached out to since. And since then, I've had a second child and my mother-in-law got both kids' names tattooed tattooed on her despite not being in their lives i don't even have a tattoo of my kids yet that's yeah that took a turn <laughs> yeah what yeah. it's like get a stardew valley farm and name it after <laughs> your grandkids you don't see because the farm's not even real put, so put together an animal crossing farm yeah can you do that I don't know. I just got Harvest Moon for Christmas, and it's like the OG Star Stardew Valley. Oh, Thank you, siblings. And uh, that's all. I that's all I'm thinking about right now. So I'm that's just like funny. farms. I'm like oh, video game farms. So I'm like, yeah, name your grandkid after a video game farm if you're gonna be weird. But yeah. like also, but that's it. Almost adds insult to injury. But at the same time, it almost is funny. I mean, like. In her situation, I'd be – I understand if she's still upset to this right, day, right. 100% valid. Yep. Me, I would just be like, you're ridiculous. This is hilarious. You're still out of my life. Like, I completely would cut yeah, them out like of grand, my life. The grandparents were ridiculous. Yes, yeah. 100%. But I I would just find that almost comical, just being like, oh, you're you're cray-cray. Like, you're, you're putting up appearances, but because of your hurt that you caused yourself – Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The farm really got me. The I was farm, like, that's, I mean, I find that so funny. And I don't know if that's the like right emotion. To have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we filter our emotions. Right. Yeah. Bit. Just a little. Just, yeah. I don't. But <laughs> Nor normal people filter their emotions. Maddie thinks everything's funny. <laughs> I think everything's funny. Everyone that is in my life can attest to that for sure. <laughs> I love it. All right. I this is I've been so excited about this story I'm so for excited. you. So I actually I know the couple of the people that are involved in this story. So this is a fun one. I will never I mean we never name names. Yeah. We never do any of that stuff, but I'm ready to just kind of get right into it if you are. Yeah, and you can attest that it's a true story. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. I'm like, yeah. I I know, I know involvement. So Right, I know. I whatever. <laughs> I understand. I understand. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, um, the person that like submitted this just was like, "Oh, there may be trigger warnings and stuff like that." So, just okay. for the sake of them like wanting to have that included, just like child abuse and like child neglect and like some crazy stuff and just like those kind of yeah so like nothing like animal abuse nothing like that but i'm like just so just children just children yeah, yeah just like <laughs> just a really rough upbringing see it, now i'm making a joke and it's bad okay. <laughs> no it's great thank you for the trigger warning you're welcome i just she asked so i will okay okay so to preface my mom has always been a little bit off her kilter, or at least for as long as I've known her. Her behavior indicates a severe personality disorder of some kind, but since she refuses to get help, we don't have an official diagnosis. Best guess is narcissism. She raised us as a single mother in strict Mormonism and kept us fairly isolated growing up. 
Some of the self-aggrandizing and batshit crazy beliefs that she taught us as children are dying is for people who aren't righteous, righteous enough to be raptured. She fully believed she'd be raptured by the time she hit 40. She could control the weather and move objects with her mind. She called this superpower faith. The only thing I ever saw her move was a candy wrapper that rustled because the ceiling fan was on. And every homophobic, transphobic, racist agenda you can think of, it was really bad. Hmm. Anyways, long story short... I was raised to believe in all that shit and more, which made me a very weird kid with low social skills and whack-ass beliefs. Luckily, I was a voracious, oh, vora- voracious reader. I, I promise I can read. <laughs> Luckily, I was a voracious reader and was accidentally exposing my young brain to new ideas and then grew up and moved very far out of state to college where I met decent people and was able to form my own beliefs. I'm happy to report that I'm now queer and ally and anti-racist. That created a problem, however, when I moved back home after getting my degree because my mom wasn't about to let liberal nonsense into her home. About a week after I moved home, it all came to a head because I mentioned that I had been reading romance novels, a.k.a. smut, and Mm. she lost her shit. Smut equals pornography in her mind, and in the Mormon religion and her personal beliefs, pornography is one of the evilest things you can ever do. She also believes that pornography is a gateway to being gay, another one of the worst things you can be, and that if you're gay, you're inevitably going to become a pedophile. So to recap, I said, I've been reading romance novels, and she heard, I'm a pedophile. Oh, no. She made me go to her bishop to confess our sins, or to confess my sins, the Mormon version of confessional about four times, because each time she didn't believe I'd confess to all of it. Finally, she escalated it to our stake president, who pressured me to confess the sins I was hiding. When I told him I didn't have anything to confess, he told me I he told me I reminded him of Ted Bundy and that I had no conscience and that it had rejected the Holy Spirit. Fun fact: this stake president had actually gone to high school with Ted Bundy, so this was a deeply personal insult. Jesus Christ! Oh, this is the beginning. Uh. After that fun little session, my mom drove me straight to a hotel and dropped me off with the clothes on my back and told me to never come home. She then called my two best friends and my dad and told them that I was struggling with some large addictions and temptations and that I needed to be left alone for a while. She then told me that if I tried to contact them, she would call me out as a pedophile. I was terrified, traumatized, and conditioned to fear her, so I didn't reach out to any of them for fear of them believing I was an evil person. That's so lonely. Right? Yeah. That's so lonely. Oh, Wait. yeah. That's that's the craziest thing about master manipulators is that they can get in your head and make you believe that you are a horrible person and, the, and terrify you to believe that everyone else around you is going to believe you're a terrible person as well. <sighs> that's so sad. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So <Go> on. <laughs> going on. The next month consisted of me working two jobs, seven days a week to try to afford food in a hotel each night. In order to control me, my mom took all of my money. It was a joint account that I had opened at 16, so she had the legal power to do that and would only give me enough money each night to pay for the hotel. I was starving and suicidal. She also forced me to go to the Mormon Church's Family Resources Center for therapy. Unfortunately, when a strict church runs an independent therapy center, they are unregulated. So the therapist, quote-unquote, can diagnose you and treat you with whatever they want. The therapist I was sent to tried to get me into a rehab program that was for sex offenders who had been released from prison. I would like to point out that at this time I was a virgin who had never seen another person's naked body in my life and who had never looked at porn. I had also never ever gotten so much of, I had never even gotten so much as a speeding ticket, let alone being sent to prison because I wasn't a pedophile. I was a very boring, average, law abiding person who would never in a million years be attracted to minors. But that doesn't matter when the people in power can, quote, hear the Holy Spirit telling them the truth about me, end quote. Insert massive eye roll here. I will mm. do that for you. <laughs> Seriously, though. Wait, how old at this time? Um, I, I don't know. I okay. think like 16 to 18, maybe. Oh, no, college. She just graduated college. So okay. probably like 18 to 20, something okay. like that. Okay. Anyways. Uh, Luckily, that didn't pan out because the therapist inadvertently insulted my mom, and my mom got so pissed that she took me out of that therapy. Hail Satan for that small miracle. However, she did send me to a psychologist that specializes in diagnosing sociopaths because she was convinced I was one. You'll be shocked to hear that the only thing he diagnosed me with was severe anxiety. 
But she was convinced that I had somehow tricked and manipulated him into believing that I was a good person. So she then reported me to the police. She told the police I was a pedophile who was making and or viewing child porn on the dark web. In case it wasn't already abundantly clear, I've never done anything like that. This idea that she had latched onto was part of her psychotic break slash mental illness. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Keeps going. (sighs) The police took that information very seriously, as they should, and they confiscated my laptop and other electronics to search for kitty porn. I was also brought to the police station, advised to get a lawyer, and then questioned for a few hours about my mother's claims. Of course, they found absolutely nothing on my electronics, and the worst thing I could truthfully confess to was reading trashy novels, so they let me go and press charges. Luckily, I was able to find a cheap apartment with roommates and moved a little bit further away from my mom. I transferred jobs to a new city and began saving money and rebuilding my life. I was still horrifically depressed and scarred from everything that had happened, but I slowly started to rebuild my life. It was a really slow journey because I was traumatized and conditioned to listen to my mom, but after she started showing up to my work and sending people to spy on me at my home, I finally cut off all contact with her about a year later. I haven't spoken to her in years now. It's the best decision I ever made. I'm happy to report that life is really good for me now. I reconnected with my two best friends and my dad, who had no idea what was happening to me, and I have great relationships with them. I also started dating a wonderful man who supports me in everything I do, and I'm seeing a therapist who isn't paid or controlled by the church. So I'm actually making progress with healing. Oh, and I still read trashy romance novels because fuck my mom. Good for her. Right? Read all the smut. <laughs> I'll read. Get all of that Akatar in there. <laughs> get I'm, all of that. Oh, A Court of Thorns and Roses. It is full oh. on fairy porn. Okay. My roommate got me on it. Yeah. 100%. I'm a part of the cult now. It is fantastic. It is so bad. It is so good. <laughs> I've I've heard that multiple times. A uh, uh, something of Thorn and Roses? A Court of Thorn and Roses. And then the shortened version is Akatar. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I see now. Yeah. And then there's like, I think there's, um, it's a trilogy, but then there's like an extra book and then it goes into like the side quests of like other characters and stuff yeah. like that. I think there's going to be like seven books total and there's five out right now. Yeah. All fantastic. The it. last one, like I think they're all like rated adult, but then, or they're like teen adult or something like that. But then the last book that came out is like pretty much like X rated for books and it's just porn and it's so good. <laughs> I love that so much. I like, know. I have a few clients that talk to me about about smut books, and I love hearing people be passionate about something, and the amount of passion that is in their voice when they talk about their oh. smut voice or their their smut books. Uh huh. I'm like, good for you. Like, I love that you love that. Right. You know. I will say, if any of our listeners have like smut books to recommend, please send them my way. Yeah. I. I'm all about it. I want to know what smut books got her. her That's true. That's true. Because it could be like, it could be the the rated PG of smut books. You know exactly. It's like the mom just had it like yeah in her brain. Exactly that this is not of Mm -hmm. of the Lord of the the Lord the the Holy Spirit (laughs) one and only Savior. Yeah. Oh, on. She's got some extra little side notes about the other things that uh, this this was that was done to her. If you want to keep going on that, oh, is it not done? Oh, it's not done. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, okay. we still we still got like a full page of things. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm like so sad, but I'm I'm so ready. It's intrigue. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Side note, there are actually a million other horrible things she put me through, but for the sake of brevity, I stuck to the main plot points of the story. If you want some more random juicy details, though, here you go. So she kept all of my possessions and would use them as leverage to see me. I slept on the floor and washed the same outfit in the sink for weeks until I could afford to buy a mattress and some clothes at Goodwill. She would put random items from my childhood room in a box and delivered them to me whenever she felt the need to check up on and abuse me. She still has my passport, birth certificate, and birth certificate, and social security card because she's a manipulative bitch. But I'm cutting my losses. I can replace those things, but I can't replace my sanity and sense of peace. Hundred percent. And also, I do yeah. know that with birth certificates, if you contact the hospital you were born at, yeah. And I think if you have your ID, so like your, I think you can get your birth certificate back. Um, I actually know that because I know for Zodiac stuff, if you want to know exactly what time you were born, because a lot of birth certificates don't have the time you were born. If you call the hospital that you were born at and you specifically request that you have the birth time on it, they'll reprint it for you. Really? Yeah. 
I haven't done that myself, so I guess I can't say that I know for sure it works, but I've had multiple people that are like, by the way, like, if you ever need to figure that out, I'm like, okay. That's so funny because I was going through my my, uh, birth certificate. Yeah. My mom has, like, file folders of us. Of course. Stuff. Yeah. There's, like, random things in there, too. Yeah. (laughs) Like, one was, like, a drawing I did when I was, like, four. I was like, that's really cute, but that's the only thing that, like, she had of that. Mm Mm-hmm. But so she had like this four-year-old drawing of or four-year-old me drawing. You get what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but didn't have the piece of paper with what time I was born on it. Oh, that's funny. You're like, like she has everything except the important things. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, at least. And then I just like took all my all my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, this is my social security card. Yeah. This is my, this is this, this is my birth certificate without the name or the time on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep this now. <laughs> I have my social security memorized because it's essentially yeah. just like four numbers. My stupid brain almost was just like, here's my social security. Oh my like, just like, I, know. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm that kind of person, especially with like having caffeine. I'm like, did you know that? Did you know that this is my, my password to my laptop? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I would. Yeah. Here's my credit card number. Here's my bank um, account. <laughs> yeah. I really would. No. Uh, no. Um, but yeah, so I have it memorized and my dad, my sweet loving dad, he has all of our stuff memorized. He mixed all of my numbers up on my social security. So when I was applying to college and like all that stuff, he typed in my social security number and it was after we'd already submitted everything. It was like a week before school. And I was, he's like, okay, like, he's like, do you know your social security number? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, no, it's not. It's blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, it is. He's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, go check the paperwork. And he pulls it out and he goes, no, he's like, I have to go redo everything. And it was like days before school. So I was like, oh, so does that mean like all of my, like all my scholarships, everything was under the wrong social security number, everything. So I was like, uh, that may be a problem. He's like, that's a big problem. Mm. Yeah. So, Uh, but you, you got it figured out. Yeah. And I think it's because, so my social security has been stolen twice. I've had like, is it fraud? Was that what that would be classified of as if someone's took your identity yeah. fraud or something? I may be wrong on this. I may need to reclarify this with my parents, but I'm like, I've had to change social security numbers twice before I was 18 because hospitals had been like their, uh, like stuff had been hacked and my social security number was always one of the numbers that had gotten hacked. So like <laughs> legally they had to change it every time. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe my dad had an old one memorized. Good yeah. for him. And like how nice of him that he did all that for you <laughs> i know yeah i would have had to do all that myself <laughs> I, yeah yeah that's yeah i'm your, a princess your dad is is a gem thanks tony thanks tony <laughs> tony <laughs> all right i went off that was me on my tangent about zodiac signs and social security no, cards you're good. so essentially i know you can get your birth certificate back and I think you can get your social security card back. I don't know how what to do about a passport, though. Yeah. And I don't know if that, like, has to do with IDs and stuff, if you could get it. Or if it expires and you could just get it redone. Yeah, I think the passport is probably the easiest one to get. Probably, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And I may – don't listen to me. I'm not – I'm not either. I don't <laughs> – I may not know. Don't listen to anything that comes out of our mouths. <laughs> exactly. All the, don't listen to this podcast. All the <laughs> listeners are just like, okay, bye. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All three of our listeners. <laughs> exactly. All right. To continue. So she currently makes money through a medical scam. She has a machine called the Asira, And correct me if I said that wrong. That can supposedly heal all illnesses. It's junk science and preys on terminally ill people. So if you ever meet someone who wants you to get tested via an Asira, run the other way. Mm. And yeah, it's like this. I also may be wrong on this. It's like two copper bars that you hold and your energy is transmitted onto a computer. And then they use that computer to tell you like where your vibes are wrong. And then they give you a special tincture that Mm. um, is supposed to recorrect your vibes. And it's for like people with terminally ill, can't like terminally like, oh my hell (laughs) with like (laughs) cancer that's like terminal and um, like other diseases and stuff like that. Like that's usually like the last resort when doctors were like, we can't do anything anymore. So yeah. a lot of people will go and turn to is to like get this kind of stuff done. I mean, I think that whatever helps you, um, I think, I think whatever helps you 
feel better is great, but it's when you take start thousands exploiting. and thousands of dollars from yes, that's where it's wrong. That's where I'm like, okay, that's not okay. Yeah, but like, if if you want to try out like herbal medicines and stuff like that, I see yeah. nothing with that or changing your diet or things like that. But if you start claiming that this little device fixes all mm-hmm. your problems and then charges an exorbitant amount. Yeah. Yeah. You're no. just taking advantage of people and it pisses me off. I completely agree. So she's also anti-vax and pretty much a conspiracy theorist. She believes that satellites are shooting harmful radiation down at us. And the only way to combat it is to wear something reflective on the top of your head to reflect the radiation back to space. <laughs> she currently wears a broken piece of Sorry. CD in her hat or hair clip at all times. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. No, it's <laughs> no, it was I have to. I was laughing I have too. to because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> and that's how I react. Is I'm like, if something horrible happens, like if I'm uncomfortable, I laugh. And I don't, it's not because I find it funny all the yeah. time, but it's yeah. because it's like, you have to like let that energy go in a certain way. Right. Like when um, my dog, when we had to put him down, it got like a year ago. And yeah. I remember like, we're talking about it and I'm laughing and I'm like, I'm, I don't think it's funny. I'm like, I do not think it's funny whatsoever. But I was like, I have no other way mm-hmm. of like handling these emotions. And it's not even like, it's not even a true laugh. It's just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I am uncomfortable. It's a chuckle. Yeah. Yeah. Chukle. Yeah. Well, so you said that she has to wear CDs. It's like, like a as- broken piece of CD or yeah. like tin foil. Like it's a pretty much a tin foil hat to like you know, sent the x-rays back into space so it's it doesn't like, go into your brain. It's like an extreme conspiracy theory yeah. that she believes in. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, it's like, you know, like lizard people level. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, we all know one of those. Right? <laughs> Maybe I'm one of those sometimes. <laughs> Depends. I like. I think that the conspiracy theories are so fun to talk oh, about. I, I love conspiracy theories, but I take them all with a grain of salt. Like, it, and I should say that, yeah. yeah. I think they're fun. I always want to talk about them. Yeah. There's some that I'm like, that kind of makes sense. Like, yeah. this, like, I don't know if I believe in it, but like, I understand why that checks mm-hmm. out. And then mm-hmm. there's other ones where it's like, yeah x-rays reading your brain mm-hmm. yeah some it's, cds it's it they all vary in their quote-unquote craziness um, yeah but i i like hearing all of the forms all of <laughs> yeah all right to continue on oh. so at the time of all of this nonsense my sister worked for an advertising agency and my mom threatened to make a billboard proclaiming that i was a pedophile and put it up on the freeway okay what <laughs> Luckily, my sister's work was not interested and would not do it. What? Can you imagine if someone contacted you and was like, hey, can you make this billboard for me? I'm like, it's my daughter and I want to call her out as a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that literally blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's more. So my first apartment was near a school. It's almost impossible to not live near a school in Salt Lake City. And when she found out, she dragged me out of the apartment at around 8 p.m. and kept me in the car while she called a bunch of people trying to figure out how to get me kicked out of there. She made me call the homeless shelter, but it ended up being too far away. And when she got tired of playing her game at around 2 a.m., she let me go back to my apartment and never mentioned it again. Oh, my God. That one, when I read that one, I got like that like chill down my spine. Because I was like, that's a true manipulator. Mm. Like, just like it's like a cat playing with a mouse. Like, yeah, that is. Mm. I just feel for her. Yeah. And you said you know her. I know her. I know she's in a much better situation. And I'm so proud of her for how far she has come. Yeah. And this was happening when she was like 16 to 18. It was college. So I was like 18 to 21. I think she's mentioned that she'd already graduated college. So probably like yeah, early 20s, something like that. But still very like fundamental years. Fundamental years. Oh, yeah. Because like, I mean, I think we talked about this on another episode that we're like 21. You're essentially still a child, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm like, I was so stupid at 21. (laughs) I still am stupid, but in different ways. Like, yeah. I mean, I bet she had to grow up quick in in different ways. Yeah. And she had to be like probably very self-independent without realizing it because like you just have to be on edge all the time. 
Oh, I want to buy her chocolates. <laughs> I know this is nothing compared to what you've been through, but I am sorry. I know. Uh, continuing on. Oh, my god. Because there's more. A few months after I moved into my apartment, she wanted to meet up for lunch. And after we ate, she said that her, her birthday had been that week and that I'd obviously forgotten that I'm a horrible person. She then demanded I make it right by getting her a present. To be fair, I had totally forgotten. But I was also focused on making enough money to not get evicted each month and dealing with unaddressed trauma. So I I think I deserve to pass there. 100%. Yeah. And also, yeah. like, I mean, I've been there. That I've forgotten really close friends' birthdays. Yeah. Like, and... I I think that that's just human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I am a, an emotional person, and <laughs> I accidentally I think something crazy was going on on the day, but it was my dad's fiftieth birthday. Oh yeah. And my dad is the chillest guy. Yeah. Like he does not care. He's just like, hey, thanks for wishing me a happy birthday now. Mm -hmm. But I called him the next day in tears, and I was like, I forgot to wish you a happy birthday. And he was like, it's okay. Like, I I know you love me, and and thanks for wishing it to me now, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I still – and he still to this day makes fun of me for, like, for – or no, it was his 60th birthday. Because yeah. um, I was like, it was only a few years ago. Um, but, yeah, he's still to this day. When I call him on his birthday, he's like, I'm glad he that you didn't have to call me the next day and cry. And I was like, shut up, Dad. Shut up, Dad. I'll cry because you mentioned it. <laughs> it's like one of the things that I did. And uh, I feel like. Like, Elle's going to call me out on this because she's going to be like, you did this to me and 100% I did this to her. Yeah. But there was one time that I completely – like, I just don't realize what day it is anymore. Like, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, oh, it's middle of December-ish, sometime in there. Like, the date, I could not tell you. Mm -hmm. So, it ended up – this was a couple years ago and it was her birthday. And I completely forgot. And it wasn't until, like, 11.50 that I was like, shit, it's her birthday today. So, I sent her a text and I was like – so I wanted to be the last person to wish you a happy birthday because I'm just different. You're just trying to be smooth mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. And she just was like, oh, well, um, okay, thanks. And she, I – she maybe she knew, maybe she didn't know, but I just remember she just was like, okay, we never spoke about it since. But 100%, I forgot your birthday. She's but I like, remember. Now I know. I still remember 10 minutes before, <laughs> before the end of the day. Well, you should call her and make her cry about it or make me cry about (laughs) it yeah 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 i can do that yeah oh because i'm i that's the one thing about me is it's like i don't know i i've been told i'm a very analytical logical person Mm -hmm. i don't cry that often but then i have other people in my life that are like oh you were so emotional like really see and i don't know if that makes me stronger because i'm (laughs) i'm next to you and i'm like she never cries i can't cry you know can't cry no i'm like i don't judge anyone that cries it's just i personally like i think it's like me where it's like my response is laughter kind of thing where it's like even if i feel uncomfortable i'm like i forgot your birthday (laughs) yeah um i have the laughter thing too when i'm uncomfortable yeah yeah yeah, one of the worst stories ever about me laughing uh-huh. was I was in student government when I was in middle school because yeah. I wasn't a nerd. I think that's like the third time I brought up the fact of my nerdiness today. That's but, great. Um, there was like they had like in a mandatory meeting. It was about child abuse because they just were like, if your peers are experiencing anything, we want you to like report it because like you guys are the leaders of your community. Because I think there was like five kids in the eighth grade government or, or the middle school government. Mm, yeah. And me being the little ADHD kid I am, I was like looking out the window. I was like doing my thing. And I remember there was this really funny joke that someone had told to me earlier. Oh, no. And they were talking about like horrible things that have happened before. And I just started – I was like <laughs> – and everyone turns around and looks at me. And they're like, what did you just do? And I'm like, what? I was like, no, 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 no. There, there was something really funny. <laughs> and I was like, I just promised that like it was, it was totally good. Like it was really good. And they're just like – no no mm-hmm. and I was mortified and I think it, that's one of those ones where it's like you're going to bed at night and you're just about to fall asleep and you're like Ooh, like sit out of bed yeah. like just like absolutely like traumatized by not traumatized but like you're just like paralyzed that's the word yeah by yeah. just being like oh I'm so stupid and I can promise you none of those people in middle school student government could tell you anything about that like they don't remember that story whatsoever but it's in the back of my head oh, it's one no. of those like oh I fucked up real bad but 
if they don't remember it, you probably played it off pretty smooth because that's just... I try. You just smooth sailing. Trying. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any... Oh, I have more. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It keeps going. Um, How many more are there? I think three more. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, she took away my antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds because she believed that my depression and anxiety were just the Lord punishing me for my sins. I had to quit them cold turkey, and it's a miracle I didn't commit suicide at the time. With meds, you can't do you that. You can't do that. No. I'm yeah. like, well, I can't even imagine if I did that with my meds. I'd be like, I'm not a real person. <laughs> no, that's. <sighs> Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I. Ooh, that's a that's a bad one. She tried to make me get a copper IUD because she believes that any child I will bring into this world will be evil. When I didn't get one because my doctor advised against it due to other medical complications I have, she called my doctor and lied about it in order to get my medical information. She then proceeded to call me and tell me that the birth control I was on was poisonous and that I needed to get a copper IUD. I promptly switched doctors. What doctor? I think, And that's a... Uh, I know doctors... Or I have been through doctors that like, yeah, they'll just like give out information. And you're like, no. That's like, not okay. That's not okay. If we're like, and even if it is family, like you never know the situation that someone's in. You no. can't do that. It makes me so, like that one makes me, I mean, all of this makes me mad. But like that one, I just have like that personal agenda with it where I'm like, yeah. Well, it kind of reminds me of like the Gypsy Rose situation. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where I kind of, like it's in the back of my head. But you may have to remind me. So... It happened, oh, I can't even remember how long ago. It might have been like early 2000s or oh, in the okay. 90s. Yeah. But this mom was lying about oh. her daughter having like all these medical issues. Mm -hmm. And she was like in a wheelchair and she was on like all these like sleeping pills and yeah. on all of these pills. And she was... 100% fine. Yeah. But the daughter, wasn't she convinced that she was sick because yeah. her mom had like completely twisted her brain? Yeah. Yeah. Because she, she it, it's been since she was a baby. Mm -hmm. You're right. I do remember that story. They made like a documentary about it and stuff mm -hmm. like that too, didn't they? Yeah. And there's like a, a really good Hulu. Reenactment. Yeah. Yeah. There's a really good Hulu um, like short series. Mm -hmm. It's called The Act. Yeah. That sounds familiar. And they did a really good job remaking it, but. Oh, that story is a doozy. But it, it kind of yeah. just reminded me of that with like pills and like doctors yeah. not really looking into things before just mm -hmm. being like, oh, yep, sure. Yeah. It's like, I know you're busy, but. Yeah. Wow. No. And I, I think that's 100% like what happened here. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like same thing. Manipulators, they can just, they can twist your brain. Mm -hmm. I know I've said that like four times, but I'm like, oh, it's just. They're, <sighs> uh, yeah. All right. I think this is the last one. Um. I have her blocked on all social media and my phone, and occasionally she'll find a way to contact me. The most recent attempt was via Venmo. She sent me $1 and begged me to tell her what had happened because she didn't understand why I had cut her off, and she just wants to be a family again. Okay, so she used Venmo to communicate? Because, like, everything else is cut off. I wonder if she said it as private or public, because that's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> She's just like, please talk to me, and people please. are like... Right? Uh, what's happening? And anyone that knows anything about the situation is like, why? Why? So, or like, it's just like, because on Venmo, you can't see how much they sent you. Yeah. So it's like, like, can you send a cent on Venmo? Or is, it, is a dollar the lowest amount? I think you can do like one cent, but I've never tried because I've never tried to reach yeah. out to someone very inappropriately that has been. <laughs> yeah. I just been. <laughs> Yeah. Because I'm like, well... She obviously was going to go do, like, the lowest amount that she could. Yeah. But. She's like, a cent is insulting. I'll do a dollar. <laughs> yeah, because you can. What can you even buy for a dollar nowadays? Because the dollar store doesn't even exist anymore. I mean, it exists, but it's. It's not a dollar. It's That's not true. a dollar, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like. The raisin. <laughs> yeah, it should be the dollar twenty-five store. I don't even think it's a dollar twenty-five anymore. I think Some it's, like, a dollar seventy-five. I think that it, the razors like that I get for the shop. Like oh. they are, yeah, they're like one twenty five. Okay, then yeah, I was like, is it one twenty five before or after tax? I think it's, I think it's before tax. 
Because I feel like, wasn't the dollar store supposed to be after tax or was that before tax? It was a dollar. I don't know. I guess. I guess I other th- states have different tax rates. That's true. I think, I think it's, I don't know. I just remember loving the dollar store as a kid. Like, yeah. Because I thought everything was amazing as a kid. I'm like, yeah. wow, a nutcracker. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, a little. A bouncy ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted all the toys at the dollar store, but my mom was yeah. like, no. And I'm like, it's a dollar. And she's like, you don't need more stuff. I'm like, I'm an earth sign. I need physical I'm objects. An earth sign. <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. But. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to Zodiac stuff again. <laughs> well, I loved, I had a Barbie from the dollar store. Mm. And it was like, you know cheaply made yeah but it was my favorite barbie because (laughs) you could pop the head off oh fantastic but you could the the plastic on it was really thin Mm -hmm. so you could push the boobs in it was kind of like one of the lids that like you can like play with it (laughs) and i've always been like a fidgeter so i was like i'll pop the boobs in and then i'll pop the head off and pop the boobs back out and it's like a fidget toy (laughs) see like as a like a child. I was stupid enough. That's probably where I'd be like, oh, that's how you have sex is the boobs go in. <laughs> that's how you- where do they go? Where they go? Were you the type of kid? Like I made like my dolls have sex with each other. I was like, yeah, like 100%. get it on. But it was just them smashing heads. And I was like, that's how babies are made, right? Yeah, 100%. Like I would just, I would leave them on top of each other. Yeah. And I thought that sex took like a long time. It was, you knew soaking before it was a thing. Yeah. 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 I thought babies came out the butt. 100%. Did you really? Yeah. Like for a long time. Like That's for like funny. embarrassingly too long. Like I don't want to say that it was like until I was 12 years old because I don't think it was that late, but I'm like, like old enough that people were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I don't know where I thought they came out. Yeah. I have no idea. But it's it like the stork. They just appeared. No, I knew that they like came out of down there, but oh, okay. I didn't know like <laughs> which, <laughs> which one of the holes. <laughs> I thought they were both connected, and I just was like, it just chooses its way. It just, it, it, it makes its way out just fine. Right? Utah sex ed. Woo! <laughs> yeah, it's great. Right? All right. On that note, that's on the that end of note, my story. <laughs> that is nuts, though. I Isn't that a crazy it. story? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, should I, we send her, like, a care package, or? <laughs> I, I'm down. She, yeah. Uh She's really such a truly wonderful human being. And that's what's that's what's so sad is and honestly kind of beautiful mm-hmm. is like when people I feel like some of the nicest people come from some of the shittiest situations. 100%. Because they know how it feels to be treated so shitty. Exactly. And so it's it's sad that that is a reality, but it's beautiful that they can come out on top, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And this is probably not the right way to go about the situation, but sometimes I'm like, oh, it makes for a great story. <laughs> like that I think I think that's like a like a trauma response thing too, where I'm yeah. like, it's me trying to like turn something into a positive. Or I'm like, yeah. this will be at least interesting somewhere, somehow, kind of thing. And I'm only laughing right now because like you say that to everything. I so do. it makes me <laughs> do. I just laugh so hard because if something traumatic happens in Maddie's life, she's like, at least it makes for a good story. And it does this like kind of not creepy <laughs> smile, but she's like, this is, it makes a good story. <laughs> awkward, <laughs> awkward, creepy smile. The thing is that so many of my clients, I'll just be telling them like the same story. And yeah. they just are like, like their faces. And I look up and they're just like looking at me like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be though, huh? Like, <laughs> but you you tell the story so much that it's just become like a story at that point. Yeah. And yeah. I think I kind of removed myself from the situation too. Where I'm like, isn't that a crazy story? And people are like, but that happened to someone. I was like, oh yeah, me. Like <laughs> Yeah, some yeah. I have that was some some crazy stories in my life where I yeah. like go to tell it and people are like, wait, what? And I was like, Oh yeah, that's crazy. That's oh, this is a part where I cry. Like your your brother didn't rob a bank. Oh, that's interesting, right? <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for that story. I'll have to tell it on here sometime. Oh yeah, oh, I'm yeah. so excited for that. Well, yeah, it's gonna be good. But yeah, well, I think that about wraps it up for yeah, the day. Yeah, that was a good. Like I I wanted to take some time on that story. Yeah, so. no, I loved it, and I'm glad that we were able to 
go off on some shoots with it, even though we got way off sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's fun. That's like, and that's exactly how we are in the shop. Like yeah. we yeah. we talk on here the exact same way that we do when we hang out when yep. we're working together. Yep. Yeah, it'll be like an hour later, and then we're like, so anyway, anyway. people are like, oh yeah, we're in that. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. we we have a few hours here. It's exactly. Fine. <laughs> yeah, we know everything about each other now. It's great. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Best friend. Best friend. <laughs> Well, I would love to give a shout out to Ryan at Polished Audio for helping this production be a thing. Without him, we wouldn't be doing this. And we would also like to thank our listeners. And for anyone who wrote in stories, I know it takes time, but we appreciate when you write it in. And uh, thanks for being with us while we spill the tea. We spill the tea. If you want your story featured on the podcast, submit your stories on our website at www.spiltpodcast.com. That's S-P-I-L-T podcast.com. Stay tuned next week because we are talking about friends. Friends.